Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 welcome to the andrea k show she's blonde five foot two and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress here she is andrea k you know i'm a bad girl do what i want say what i like nobody can touch me trust me i'm a bad girl They hyperventilate on their yoga mat. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is hump day, babies. Can you believe it? Before the show, a certain person here was saying, this week is flying by. It kind of is. I'm glad to be rolling over the hump with all y'all tonight. Thanks for tuning in, however you were listening to the show. And if you do miss any part of tonight's show, though, or you want to hear a replay, including uh, last night's show, because we played Trump's speech in its entirety, uh, get uh, the show, download the podcast wherever you get all of your podcasts. You can also call in the show live, 888-344-1170. I've got a question for you guys in a moment about, uh, well, you just have to stay tuned you can also email me at andreakshow.com. I get a lot of emails there, and I love to hear from you guys, however you participate in the show. It's an honor to have you guys with me every night. Got a couple of great guests lined up for you guys. Tom DeBacaro will be here, political commentator, historian, and attorney to weigh in, not just on the indictment, but the breaking news, the reality of what is happening with the proof and the evidence of the Joe Biden bribery scheme during his years as the vice president, as well as the FBI's cover-up of his crime. So we've got that to get into tonight. And hour two will be great as well. We will be having financial thought doctor will be with us and more. Of course, the man who's with me every night of the week, the grease that keeps the show rolling. It's none other than DJ Potato Skins. Unanimous Potato. That's the rare unanimous potato. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Got to keep the show rolling. So so much news just slapping us in the face every which way. It's like a pimp slap. Here I was, here we were, preparing for tonight's show. Going to get into a lot of details that has emerged over the evidence that this government has been sitting on involving a former vice president, now occupant of the White House, supposed leader of the free world, president of the United States and his bribery scheme. The kind of thing, selling off the United States used to be the kind of thing that would get you shot at sunrise, right? But yet today... I was going to get into all those details first, but I can't because I got to tell y'all, I'm going to get into that. But unfortunately, I've got to start with the reality that no matter what this man does, he's not going to be held accountable to anything. And you want to know why? Because our Republican Party couldn't even muster the courage, the respect for this nation, the respect for you as voters, particularly Republican voters, the day after this weaponized FBI and Department of Justice victimized Donald J. Trump. In a courtroom, the day 
this uh, uh, and this indictment that result that ended up in an arraignment yesterday in a South Florida courtroom was laid out on the day in which a lot of the bribery scheme information was coming forward. And what did the Republican Party do today? They refused. They failed to do to, to to provide one little tiny level of not even real accountability. But there was there was a um, I don't know if it was an amendment, a resolution, just a resolution. We're not even talking about anything that, that like a parking ticket. A simple resolution to hold Adam Schiff responsible to censure him for lying to the American people for years over a over the Russian collusion hoax that never happened. This man sat on the intelligence committee and lied to the American people every day on the news and said that he had actually seen evidence that Donald J. Trump, and this was while he was president, that he had colluded with Russians to interfere in our elections. This, which, which was a coup attempt that was taking place by the FBI and the DOJ with Adam Schiff leading the way and 20 Republicans today stopped him from being censured. And if you're in California, I want you to know who either voted to stop the censorship of him or in the case of Daryl Issa, who just voted present and refused to take a stand either way. The 20 Republicans include Formerly considered conservative Thomas Massey, and you got to remember Thomas Massey also broke ranks with conservatives and went and voted for the crappy deal, the debt deal, which is, I hate to even refer to as the debt deal skins, because it was the gross, disgusting, bloated. Was anything but the debt deal. Yeah, it was no, no, no debt, no debt ceiling deal. So that so Thomas Massey and 19 other voted, uh, Republicans voted with Democrats to kill the resolution. They were Republicans Kelly Armstrong of North Dakota, Lori Chavez de Remer of Oregon, Juan Siscamani of Arizona, Tom Cole of Oklahoma, Warren Davidson of Ohio, Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania, Kay Granger of Texas, Garrett Graves of Louisiana, Thomas Keene of New Jersey. Get this. Kevin Kiley of California. Yeah, I see that expression on your face. Kevin Kiley. Wow, California. I can honestly say that shocks me. Yeah. You think I'm going to invite Kevin Kiley back on the show? How many times do I have him on? Countless. Yeah. Young Kim of California. Michael Lawyer of New York. Lawler of New York. Tom McClintock of California. Remember Tom McClintock? All I'm going to say is, what is going on with this Republican Party? He's supposed to be the... Tom McClintock was a like... conservative the, of conservatives. Oh, yeah. And the only reason why people went with Arnold Schwarzenegger back at the time instead of McClintock is because nobody across the state knew who he was and Schwarzenegger had the big name recognition. Yep. So that's why everybody went with Schwarzenegger back to replace, uh, you know, uh, Gray Davis. Wow. Between McClintock and Kylie, I'm just floored. Yeah. It also includes Marcus Molinaro of New York, Jay Obernolte of California. I don't know him, but he's another Republican out of California. Michael Simpson of Idaho, Michael Turner of Ohio, David Valadeo of California, another Republican out of California, and Steve Womack of Arkansas. The California Republican Party enabled, supported, and is... I, I, I'm at a loss for words, Skins. 
I'm at a complete loss for words. Now, here's their excuse. This resolution was put on the floor by Anna Paluna. Um, that's not her full name. Anna Paluna Luna, is that her name? Yeah, that's it. It's, it, you know, she's an absolutely stunning, very articulate woman. But the name, doesn't it sound like a cartoon character? I love her. But Anna Paluna Luna. Um, anyway, uh, she introduced the, the resolution. Um, and the excuse by Thomas Math, Massey and others was that the resolution recommended a $16 million fine. It didn't require it, but it recommended a $16 million fine. So the excuse by Thomas Massey and others was um, it's a violation to fine somebody $6 million like like this is a violation of a $16 million fine is a violation of the 27th and the 8th, 8th Amendments. It didn't require it. It recommended it. It didn't require it, require it. So this is the kind of crappy game that they play on us skins. They play little word games like that in order to justify why they're going to, going to continue. It doesn't matter whether or not Republicans are in charge. Whenever we're in the majority, you know who's really still in the majority? It's the Democrats. And by the way, have I heard, have we heard anything from DeSantis? Nope. Did he mention this today? Who out there? If we can't even get the Republican Party to stand firm, if they don't even have the courage to censure somebody who, a congressperson who lied to the American people every day, even after Bob Mueller came out with his report and said that there was no evidence that Trump colluded with the Russians, he still went on CNN and said, I've seen the evidence. There's no excuse for the Republican Party to do this. This is a knife in my back by every one of you. We are going to take a break. We are going to get into the crimes that are documented by Joe Biden. You think this Republican Party is going to do anything about it? (laughs) Right. Hardly. But we're going to talk about it anyway. Stay tuned. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. You want to know why I'm so upset right now? Listen to Chuck Grassley from Day Before Yesterday and what evidence is out there about Joe Biden and his bribery schemes. Clip one from last night. Let me assist for the purposes of more transparency on this subject. The 1023 produced to the House Committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. Seventeen such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses two audio recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case that he got into a tight spot. So there's audio recordings of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden talking about a bribery scheme with Burisma. To the tune of $10 million. 
Now, this 1023, which we haven't seen, which should be made public, hasn't even, still hasn't been released to the House Oversight Committee. Has Christopher Ray been held in contempt of court? Has there been contempt of court proceedings? Of course not. Of course not. And when they did show, show the document, it was still heavily redacted. So he never handed it over, even under threat of contempt of Congress. He made it available while he held on to it with his sticky fingers and it was redacted. And yet still, the Republican Party has not held him in contempt of Congress. No accountability whatsoever. None. While we have evidence of a bribery scheme with Joe Biden, which is why, let me remind everybody, you know what that Ukrainian impeachment was all about? That Donald Trump was on a phone call doing whatever he had, what he had the right to do as president of the United States and was discussing with the president of Ukraine about wanting an investigation done about Joe Biden demanding the prosecutor be fired. What was in this, this 1023 documentation about a bribery scheme? It was about Joe Biden getting $10 million and, of course, the 1023, by the way, according to Lauren Boebert, said, uh, well, when um, we give $5 million to one Biden, we got to give it to another. Hence the $10 million. At one point, the informant says to the president of Ukraine, don't pay the bribery money. And the president of Ukraine says, it's already been paid. It's too late. This is the documentation that we have. And, of course, we already have Joe Biden on videotape bragging that he was able to get that prosecutor fired. All documentation. And yet, there's not an impeachment vote taking place right now on the floor, as it should be. Oh, but Andrea, the Republicans, the Democrats control the Senate. Well, uh, uh, we can't get a vote there. How do you know? You put forth the evidence of the crimes being committed by a sitting president of the United States. You force them. You force them to keep him in office. That's what you do. And you, you at least try. You lay it bare for the American people. Here's the FBI director admitting they redacted Mitch. First, I think, I don't know if I have the clip here. We just had so many clips. At one point, I think he's talking to Marsha Blackburn and, or, or maybe even Ted Cruz yesterday and refusing to admit that they even had any, any, any reference of anything related to the recordings. Here he is admitting that they redacted the mention of the recordings in the document shown to Congress, clip two. Why did you decide to conceal the information in that revelation to the House Oversight Committee? Why did you redact all of that re- uh, pertaining to the phone calls? We have exceptional people within the in You're the not FBI, answering the, the question. Best. Why did you redact that information? And they work relentlessly every day to keep this you country safe and to, to protect people. You chose not to reveal that the calls were there, and Senator Grassley found it out anyway. Is that accurate? With regard to the document... You chose to redact it, yes or no? We often redact documents to protect sources and methods. So you chose to redact the, the fact that there are 17 voice recordings, two of those with the now president. You chose to redact that and not to give that to House Oversight. I have no accurate? idea if there are voice recordings or not. What right. I will tell you mm-hmm. with respect to the I document. I don't want to hear him anymore. Let's go to, to Ted Cruz slamming him as well about stonewalling and covering up serious allegations of Biden's corruption. Last month, 
a whistleblower brought to light the existence in the FBI of a report in FD 1023 in which the informant alleges that President Biden and his family members engaged in a $5 million bribery scheme during his time as vice president. Deputy Director Abadi, is it true that the FBI has a report making those allegations? Uh, I'm not going to comment on that, Senator. And why is that? I'm just not going to comment on uh, information we received, investigations. Or Do you owe an matters. obligation to the American people to be candid about evidence of corruption by the President of the United States? This is uh, an area that I'm not going to get into with you, Senator. Well, well I understand you don't want to, and that's why people are mad at the FBI, because you're stonewalling and covering up serious allegations of evidence of corruption from the president. Yesterday, Senator Chuck Grassley stood on the Senate floor and alleged that there are 17 recordings of this informant from Burisma, Ukrainian natural gas company. Fifteen of them are recordings, voice recordings of him talking to Hunter Biden. Two of them are voice recordings of him talking to Joe Biden, Deputy Director Abate. Does the FBI have 17 voice recordings laying out evidence of a bribery scheme? Senator, I'd add all, I would add also that uh, we've worked with the House Oversight Committee. <laughs> yeah, this is the Senate. We're the other side of the Capitol. This is the Senate. Do you have those 17 recordings? I'm not going to comment on any investigative matters, Senator. See, that's the problem. Yeah, the but, FBI. Yeah, y- y- no, you know what the problem is, Senator Cruz? That you always let them get away with that. Christopher Ray and his FBI have been obstructing justice and covering up the crimes of Democrats for years. And the Republican Party has done nothing about it. And right now, everybody's blaming Trump. The DeSantis team is blaming Trump. Well, he's in this situation because because he let it happen to himself. As the one per no, his, yes, did he make some bad personnel choices? But there's absolutely no excuse for why Republican A.G. Barr did not uh, drag Hillary Clinton into court. There's no excuse for why there was not charges filed and why Jim Comey, Brennan, Clapper, Strzok, and the rest of them did not face prosecution. There's no excuse for why the Republican Party has not already cut off any funding to the FBI, as well as to this Jack Smith investigation into President Trump. There's no excuse for any of this continuing. And to the DeSantis team and Chris Christie and all the rest blaming Trump, knock it off. Knock it off. We're going to, Tucker uh, did a video on Twitter last night. We're going to play it for you a little bit later because he hit the nail on the head in some ways. I think it was wrong in others as to the precise moment in which Trump's fate was sealed in terms of being indicted. But the reality of the Republican Party is clear. They're in on it. There's an old cliche and cliches are cliches for a reason. You're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution. And right now the Republican Party is the problem. Let me tell you why. Let's play Senator Josh Hawley asking this question of FBI director. Who was fired for the lies to the FISA court for the Carter Page warrant? Who, who, who was fired for that? Anybody? Has anybody been held accountable for your institution deliberately lying to a FISA court to get a wiretap on an ongoing presidential campaign? There is an ongoing disciplinary process with respect to individuals involved in that. Here's the deal. You're back in front of us asking for the reauthorization of extraordinary authorities. 
Multiple courts have uncovered extraordinary abuses perpetrated by your agency. You are at the same time concealing information about serious allegations made against the President of the United States, even as your institution also targets his chief political opponent in an unprecedented way. Why would we ever give you the blank check that you want to continue surveilling American citizens in an improper manner? Why would we ever do that? Senator, we're here to talk about reforms today. I did get confirmation that the query... No, we're not. We're here to talk about the reauthorization of Section 702. Why would we reauthorize it, given your track record of abuse and illegal improper surveillance and political targeting? Why would we do that? Why would it be appropriate for this body to do that? It's not appropriate, but you will. Right? The Republican Party is in control of the House of Representatives. They control the purse strings. And they just voted to increase the funding for the FBI. Where's the Republican Party at the state level? Are there not U.S. attorneys out there that couldn't be filing some charges and prosecuting some of these individuals in their home states that are operating in states other than the District of Columbia? Some of these people, the FBI and the Department of Justice. We're going to bring in Tom DeBacaro in a minute, but one of the prosecutors, like, for example, Jack Smith, Holly was just asking, who's been held accountable to your, for your institution deliberately lying to a FISA court? Why didn't Josh Holly mention that one of the people who lied to the FISA court was none other than Jack Smith, the, the special prosecutor himself, who just got Trump arraigned yesterday on 37 felony counts? Why didn't Josh Holly mention that? How does that woman still have her law license? You want to know why I'm asking that? Why is Gilbert so controversial? Oh, uh, well, that was Jack Smith. One of the prosecutors under Jack Smith is a woman named Gilbert. Who was sanctioned before and should not have her law license because she actually was audio taping defense counsel and their clients. It was like a little Watergate situation. Our country and government is completely corrupt and shame on those today particularly the Republicans in the DeSantis camp for piling on Donald J. Trump and giving a pass to all these other Republicans that have done and are doing absolutely nothing to stop it. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Tom DeBocaro, former chairman of the Republican Party for the state of California, attorney, political commentator, and historian. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K, whatever you call her. She's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you out here with me. Don't forget you can download our podcast, where we get your podcast. We're not going to replay Trump's speech. We played it in its entirety last night. If you missed it, uh, go listen to it on our podcast. If you did listen to it and you want to comment on it, our live comment line is 888-344-1170. I've actually, uh, since the open of the show, we've been talking about the details of the Biden corruption and bribery scheme, the recordings, the documentation of it. And yet we've got a Republican Party today that couldn't even muster up the courage, the backbone, the spine, or the concern for this country and the Democrats' communism that they failed to even censure Adam Schiff. Joining the discussion now is good friend Tom DeBocaro, fresh off a little jaunt. He went off on a toot to the East Coast. He did. He was back in the NYC, hanging out, bumping up against the liberal elites, but he's back on the West Coast here. Hello, my dear. How are you? I uh, actually 
flew home and then drove up to Sacramento to give a, a speech to uh, a Republican volunteer group. And now I'm on the radio with you. Very good. When you talk to Republican uh, I, and I speak to a lot of Republicans here in San Diego County, and I go, and I want. I'm glad you mentioned that because briefly, I want to touch on the fact that just because I'm disgusted tonight with the number of Californians, including Kevin Kiley, by the way, Kevin Kiley refused to censure Adam Schiff. Are you serious? Oh yeah, he was one of twenty today. Uh, now Daryl Issa didn't even have the courage of Adam Sh- uh, of Kevin Kiley. He uh, he just voted present. They wouldn't even really? vote. Yeah, this was in the house today. Yeah. So, um look, I I was I was asked on an Australian radio program. I called uh Schiff the biggest liar in all of Congress. Well, he is and he has been. He continued to lie to the American people and not just lie Tom DeBacaro, but the worst of the worst, knowing that there was never any evidence that Trump colluded with any Russians. He continued to tell the American people that he had, even after Bob Mueller's report came out, said that he had seen evidence of it. And yet the Republican Party wouldn't vote to censure him today. And yet we are expecting this Republican majority in in the House to actually hold anybody accountable, it's not going to happen. But I will say that the grassroots Republicans at the local level, you probably spoke to some of the best of the best people I know here in San Diego County. The Republican groups that I speak at are probably as sick tonight over this as I am. Well, I'm pretty much, I I realized it went down. I didn't have the opportunity to take a look at the voting. But, uh, you know, if you're not going to censor him, who are you going to censor? I mean, literally, the guy bald faced lied countless times. They dragged the country. Again, this isn't about Donald Trump per se. It's about does a political party have the right to participate in this lie and get away with it scot-free? And apparently there were some Republicans who voted that way. Yeah, the day after Donald J. Trump was arraigned in a court. Uh, based upon an indictment done by a compromised, corrupt FBI and DOJ. And who's the head of it? A guy named Jack Smith. And who's Jack Smith, Tom Delbacaro? One of the people that signed off on the phony FISA warrant against Carter Page. And yet today, they wouldn't even censure Adam Schiff? Yeah, no, uh, Jack Smith is a hatchet man. That's his job. Uh, he And he indicts people like Bob McDonald. He abuses the law, but they got rid of Bob McDonald, who was popular and doing a good job. And that was their goal. It doesn't matter that the Supreme Court years later would overturn it eight nothing and award costs and things like that. Their goal was to use the DOJ and the system to attack their future opponents, current opponents. Remember, it was the last year Biden talked about you know, we're going to do everything within the Constitution to prevent him from becoming president again. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the definition of within the Constitution? Apparently to Merrill Garland, who uh, is a disgusting attorney general, so disgusting. You know, well, the whole thing is disgusting. Yeah, their view of what they can do is pretty darn expansive, isn't it? Well, it means basically shredding the Constitution. Because, you know, they, the crime fraud exemption, um, was, was decided and dealt with in secret proceedings. We have no, we have no explanation as to why they felt, ju- why, what the supposed justification was to pierce attorney client privilege. It's a bunch of crap. This whole thing yeah, no, is a bunch of crap. Let me tell you how horrifying that is 
to me. I mean, I've been an attorney 35 years. If I told you how many times people ask me, is it legal to do that? They actually don't know what the law is. That's why they hire the point, a right? lawyer. And, and I honestly, so when somebody asks me that, they, it's usually about a serious issue. And I usually put in writing to them, you know, so that they get confirmation of that. I don't want somebody coming back later, by the way, saying, well, I didn't really explain it. Right. Now, me putting it in writing <laughs> is dangerous, let yep. alone transmitting it electronically. So we have reached a bad age, a very bad age. And look, this is that they are using government to protect themselves, to protect the, all their power. Nine of the richest 20 counties in America are surround Washington, D.C. Well, right. Government is bi- big business to them. And they don't want us cutting that out. Right. They, they, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, I'm going to play a lot of Tucker on Twitter last night. He he thinks, um, and, and I'm going to, I don't know if I, this is good radio, because if I'm going to play the clips later, why am I mentioning it now? But I got to get your take on it, because you mentioned something, big business. His contention is it's really Trump going after the Iraq war um, and saying that they lied about it was really the moment in which Trump had to go because that implicated everybody in both parties. I think that's I think that's an overly simplified situation, but ultimately it is about big money. And when and I'm sick and tired of the Josh Hawleys, the Trey Gowdies, and all the rest of them, the Marshall Blackburns, all screaming and yelling at people like uh, this FBI director who's refusing to hand over and refusing to admit there's recordings, you know, because that's not accomplishing anything. All you're doing is highlighting that the same crap that you were screaming about Republican Party two years ago and three years ago is still happening and nobody's being held accountable. I'm supposed to celebrate Josh Hawley tonight because he's pointing out with the FBI Deputy Director Tom DeBacaro that nobody's been held accountable for deliberately lying to a FISA court. The Democrats don't care about being called out. They care about getting away with their crap. No, they they will continue to do their stuff. I don't use that word you use. They'll continue to do it until they're stopped, but they're not being stopped because the FBI and the DOJ and the IRS, don't forget about Lois Lerner, Mm -hmm. they get away with this stuff. And until they're held accountable, they're going to continue to do it. And if you can't censure Smith, uh, I'm sorry, Schiff, uh, then Boy, have you surrendered the complete surrender the high ground, complete surrender. What is yeah, the purpose of anybody voting Republican? They just passed the unlimited spending bill to the to and, and funded everything the Democrats wanted, just like they did when Trump. Oh, well, we got to have you got to hold your nose. If you're going to vote for Trump, you got to hold your nose and vote for all these same rhinos in the House and the Senate, because once we have the majority in all in both houses and the White House, then you'll get everything you want. And what did Paul Ryan do? Gave you know who had funded everything Obama wanted wouldn't even give Trump five million dollars to build a stinking wall at the border. Yeah, uh, the only times in recent history where spending has really been dented was uh, when the uh, when the Republicans had the majority in the House and Bill Clinton yeah. was attorney. That was when they they did it. Yeah, spending spending's out of control. Yeah. It, these are bad times, uh, but that requires people like me and you and everyone else to go and get and create 
and work with grassroots organizations that can make a long-term difference. Look, the greatest example of the of the reduction of government power through grassroots in the, in the last hundred years was Prop 13, which was done by Howard Jarvis. It was mm-hmm. the whole thing was opposed by uh, the uh, Democrats and Republicans. He used the telephone. Remember, there used to be we didn't have cell phones. It was just the telephone. Mm-hmm. It was printed sheets of paper. They collected the information. They created this grassroots organization, which would uh, and the tax cutting fever is what Ronald Reagan rode to the presidency. And look at all the good things that came out of that, including the fall of the Berlin Wall. And literally, this is what waves can do. And that's why we got to do that. You cannot ask the person who messed it all up, Washington, D.C., to fix themselves. No. It doesn't no, happen. No, it's not going to happen. Every one of these people, I, you know, the, these, uh, uh, there's about five Republicans that deserve to, to be reelected. Five. The rest gotta, need to I be. Pl- admit, I, I remember listening to Trey Gowdy thinking, okay, this guy's going to be awesome. I don't recall any pelts, though, that he has. I, he what, never did what? anything. I actually had people unfriend me on Facebook because I pointed out after uh, after about a year of, you know, these theatrical, you know, um, outburst of his that I uh, that I wasn't able to connect the dots to any actual action in terms of accountability or oversight. Yeah, something that happened that, you know, changed the direction or no. somebody was held accountable. No one resigns on the left. Republicans cut and run at. And no one is forced to resign on the left. But and that's the that's the magnitude of the American media as well, which hides this stuff. So they can't really. Oh, there's not nothing there when there's 17 recordings and 10 million dollars and change in policy. Yeah, yeah let's. There's nothing yeah, there. yeah. Not to mention the fact that Trey Gowdy actually negotiated. I couldn't get people to understand. People are so caught up in sound bites and the which creates an illusion that doesn't match reality. Trey Gowdy literally negotiated with Hillary Clinton to only have one or it might have been two Benghazi hearings before the midterm so that it wouldn't affect the outcome of the midterms. Let that sink in. And then at the end of the Benghazi hearings in a press conference, he wouldn't even use the O word. He would not say that Hillary Clinton had lied to Congress. And this was after she had deleted 35,000 pieces of email, right, uh, on her server. So, you know, that that's Trey Gowdy. And then everybody wants to blame Donald Trump for losing uh, in the midterms. What did Trey Gowdy do the last two years that he was that he was in, in his office, in his seat? He ran around with Tim Scott on a book tour. I don't have any use for Tim Scott any more than I do for Trey Gowdy. I'm going to leave it Tim, there. Final Tim, thoughts, Tom DeBacar, 20 seconds. Tim Scott's going to be Trump's running mate, so you may not like him, but that is going well, to be he's, a goal. Well, his comments today about what's going on with this indictment disqualify him as far as I'm concerned. I don't care about his family's history at this point. Great. You're, you're you know, two generations away from your family picking cotton. That doesn't qualify you to be vice president of the United States of America. Not when you're when when this is when this is where you're okay, at. But uh, on your show, I made the prediction. Just, we'll talk about that next year. All right. Mm hmm. <laughs> All right. All right, Tom. I should, you know, when I'm out of time, I was going to ask you about the man girdle. I noticed you didn't comment on that on my Facebook like so many other gents did. Sorry, I don't do that. <laughs> you don't wear the man girdle or you don't comment oh on the man girdle? Oh, my God. Please. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. Gl- glad you had fun of your trip to New York. 
All right. Bye-bye. Uh, you know what? Did I ask you about the Mangirdle skins? There was a commercial that showed up, a sponsored ad on Facebook of a man girdle. Men's briefs that turn into, that have a girdle that comes up that you pull up over the gut. Ladies don't want to be, you know, put their arms around you and touch a girdle, okay? Nor do we like fraud in the inducement. And there's such a thing called truth in advertising. We'll be back. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. You know, I've had a lot of laughs over the men's girdle thing, um, but, you know... Um, the answer is no. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is that it's... It, isn't that just part of an attack on, on masculinity in this 100%. country? 100%. The idea, look, you know, uh, men, as they get older, they get the paunch, they get the beer belly or whatever it is, whatever is causing it. And, you know, uh, men, the old school men either let it hang out there, whether the women liked it or not, they, you know, or, or they went to the gym or cut back, put the fork down, right? They didn't put a girdle on. Oh, but women wear girdles and women wear spanks. Well, women have always worn girdles. Okay, men don't men don't wear tight dresses that require that you wear some kind of undergarment to smooth things down. Okay, all men have to do is just move the belt buckle a little bit lower and let the let the guts. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Just the and, and it's all tied together in terms of this this cultural assault that we've got on genders, on families. So that also brings me to Garth Brooks. I don't think I mentioned it on the show, Skins, that he's opened a bar in uh, Tennessee and Nashville called Friends in Low Places. And he made an announcement that, or somebody, somehow word got out, I don't remember, that he was going to be serving Bud Light in the bar. Well, of course, uh, and his announcement regarding was, if you're an go someplace else as though if you have a problem or with Bud Light and what they did with their marketing, you're in. So people uh, didn't like that response. Um, rightfully so. Twitter, here's some comments from Twitter. There are bars galore in Nashville. Stay out of liberal Garth Brooks, nasty watering hole. Um, Garth Brooks, new bar to serve Bud Light. Quote, if you're a blank hole, there are plenty of other places to go to. Uh, Michelle says, I was a huge fan of yours back in the early 90s before you fell into the trap of being a star, before you left your high school sweetheart. Remember her? I, it was always about your fans. Now we're blank for boycotting cutting Budweiser. Welcome to the boycott. Um, those are just a few of the views. So um, his response is to double down on diversity because that's just how stupid he is. Look, I think Garth Brooks is is a phenomenal entertainer. I actually saw Garth Brooks back in the day, many years ago, when he was here at Miramar with the Judds. Remember the Judds? Yep. And that was the Judds' farewell tour that went on, I think, for three more years. (laughs) He goes on to say, um, yes, we're going to serve every brand of beer. We just are. It's not our decision to make. Man, you're the bar owner. Don't say it's not your decision to make. Then he goes on to say, look, I'm just, uh, you know, I want it to be a place where, you know, you can, I'm just a diversity kind of guy. It's just all about inclusivity, which is a backhanded smack on people who have a problem with this transgender movement in this country. This isn't about diversity, inclusivity. They're out here in California, they want parents locked up and be accused of child abuse if they don't allow some doctor to cut off a boy's winky. 
You're insane, Garth Brooks. You're a fool is what you are. No character, no integrity. You're a fool. That's what you are. I'm just, I'm just, let's, can't everybody just come in and be tolerance, tolerant? Where is the tolerance? You're supporting a community that was on the South Lawn of the White House this past weekend, running around topless, transgender men calling themselves women running around with no shirts on. That's what you support. I don't want anything to do with you. I won't listen to any more of your music, like, not like I ever really did. And, you know, I, I, and I hope, I hope they avoid your bar like the plague. That's what I hope. Um, speaking of media real quick, because he mentioned media in there. Um, MSNBC and CNN refused to play Trump's speech last night because supposedly, um, you know, he, he we, we're, we're media outlets that have to be, we have, we, there's a price to pay if we're not playing the truth. And, you know, he just, he just lies too much. Uh, he just, he just doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't tell the truth often enough. Uh, that was bad enough, but this is, this is actually funny. Uh, Chris Plant, I think, has a show on Newsmax, and I guess he played an audio clip of MSNBC, I think it was, with uh, Nora O'Donnell cutting off the mic of Nancy Mace and pretending there was an audio issue clip for. They're Democrat Party media, they're pro-Biden media, right? Uh, uh, narrative, rather. And uh, it, it just goes on and on. Look at... Uh, Look at what the the CBS News did with Congressman Nancy Mace uh, just today on the subject. Don't dare to make a point that the media doesn't want to hear or they'll slap you down and pull the plug on the interview. Congresswoman, the FBI did not have access to those documents. There was a subpoena for those documents. And then the attorneys Last for Donald summer, Trump said that they had given the all of the documents over. And then that was not true. And then they had to have a raid. I remember yeah. last summer Thank you so that much, it was reported. Open I apologize the about the audio issues. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, we can end it there. Yeah, I'm sure. If you watch the video, you can see a smirk on Nora O'Donnell's face as she's, as she's obviously lying to the viewers to keep Nancy Mace from being heard. All right. You're going to hear another hour of the Andrea K Show if you stick around. Financial Thought Doctor is next. Don't go away. Come on.